Welcome to Focus CX with Paul Curtis, where we explore how you can disrupt your market through innovative thinking that puts the customer first. This is Paul Curtis on Focus CX, and with me today, I have the world-renowned Chip Bell. Chip Bell is rated number one customer service and consulting speaker worldwide in 2015. He's also ranked in the top three worldwide in the last several years. He's got 24 books. Nine of those books were national bestsellers. He's had three-time uh, New York Times bestseller list, and he's worked with Ritz-Carlton, USAA, American Express, Southwest Airlines, Cadillac, and the list goes on and on. So, Chip, welcome to the show. Thanks, Paul. I'm honored to be with you, sir. Well, it's great to have you here, and I know recently you've been uh, working on something for home builders. So tell us a little bit about what you're doing right now and, and what it's all about. Well, it's called Magnetic Customer Experience, and what I've tried to do in this particular um, training program is to bring a lot of the lessons learned from the great service providers of the world, like the Ritz-Carlton and USAA and Southwest, in, into the world of, of home building. And, and if you think about the word magnetic, it all is about how do we attract like a magnet does and how do we hold like the one on your refrigerator? So the program focuses on the skills required to uh, demonstrate the ki- and to create the kind of experience, what happens to customers uh, in a way that makes them become your advocate. And I think in the home building world, that advocacy is particularly important because, you know, I, I buy you know, a car fairly frequently, but I don't buy a house that frequently or have one built that often. Um, but what we do know is the, is the degree to which customers say great things about their home builder is often a reflection of their experience. Um, and that advocacy is so critical. Uh, and and I, I like to think of it as not just I recommend them, but they tell stories. And uh, their stories are grounded in the kind of experiences that they had. And so the programs are all aimed at giving people the skills to be able to create those kind of great customer experiences. What, what do you see? What are we lacking out there? And, and what's happening in other, other industries that you would like to see brought here into home building? Well, I think several things. Uh, if I look at some of the greatest uh, service providing outside the industry, and I, I would remind your listeners that you're, when it comes to the, the home you build, uh, they may not compare you to other industries. Um, home building is is unique, um, so they don't they don't compare their home their dealership and their car with home building. Obviously, they're apples and oranges. But when it comes to the experience you create, they compare you to anybody, and so that's what's elevate their expectations um, a lot higher. And when I look at those that like the Rich Carlton and, and others that we've mentioned, and I go, okay, what are they doing that could be brought to um, uh, the home building world? Three things come to mind. First is they're very, very good at creating a personalized experience. And they don't just personalize the home, uh, so to speak, uh, the product, the end result, the outcome, um, but they personalize the experience throughout. They keep in, in, in the home building, what that means is, I create a, a, a kind of intimate relationship with a customer and get their input, their ideas, their suggestions, and create great experiences throughout. They're obviously heavily involved, unless you're building spec homes for a new neighborhood. But what about the experience after that? A lot of times builders just focus on the now the construction part, which is all fun and exciting why you're there. But we forget sometimes uh, how do we personalize that experience throughout. 
So that's the first. It's personal second. Second, I think, we, we is is all about access. We are very time con- conscious today, more so than we've ever been before. And and part of that is is we we live in an around the clock world. I like to ask uh, audiences, uh, you know, what time does Amazon close? You know, we know they're twenty four seven. Obviously, it's easy for them to be twenty four seven because they're on the internet. But it, what it does is it creates an experience that says, I need to be able to reach it. And I'll give you a quick example. I've got a, a second home a little uh, up in the mountains on the river. I love to fly fish, and it's right on the Chattahoochee River. And um, and so I got there Friday night late. And uh, when I went uh, one weekend, and I noticed as I went in the bathroom 10 o'clock at night that there was uh, when I turned the water on to wash my hands, water was coming out of the cabinet underneath. And I thought, uh oh, I opened the cabinet doors, and sure enough, the PVC, the little curled PVC at the bottom, that pie, uh, P trap had a break in it, and it was a drip. And I thought, well, I'm going to have to go to Ace Hardware in the morning, a little town nearby, and get another P trap and replace it. It's not hard. I've done it before. So I called Ace Hardware um, 10 o'clock Friday night just to find out, hear their voice machine to say what time they were open on Saturday morning. And when I called, um, the owner answered the phone. I said, are you still open Friday night, 10 o'clock? He said, oh, no, no, no. He said, every time I leave at 6 o'clock, then we call forward the phone to my cell phone. So if somebody has a hardware emergency, they can reach me anytime. Would you like me come to the store? I said, oh, no, no, no. I can see you in the morning. Well, that to me is what I mean by 24-7. It doesn't mean the storefront's open, but it means you are accessible. So I'm a customer, and at 2 o'clock in the morning, I wake up with a horrible thought that what if we forgot about this, or I'm worried about this, or a cool idea I'm going to forget. I want my customers to be able to reach me anytime. So that access, I think, is key. And I think a third thing is the way in which, particularly nowadays, Paul, in this COVID-19 era, that we communicate how we communicate with our customer. You know, we talk about social distancing and, and we don't really mean that. What we're really talking about is physical distancing. I, I don't want social distancing. I want to be able to have communication going on. Uh, and, and, and I think the smart organizations say, uh, let's ramp up how we communicate, when we communicate. Let's find out from our customers the medium by which they'd like us to communicate. You want us to text you, call you, email you. We've got so many means today to communicate. Why not tailor make it to the customer? And so it, those are the three things that, to me, stand out uh, that make those organizations that we know that are great, renowned at creating a great experience, those magnetic customer experiences, what are they doing? They're personalizing, they're creating great access, and they're communicating in ways like they've never done before. Well, in true chip fashion, you always have the best examples. I love that example of the hardware store. You know, you wonder how little hardware keeps up with, you know, the the big box stores. And you know what? That's how they do it. That's how they deliver. Yeah, that's how you do it. And so, you you know, amazing because we have big builders, small builders, all kinds, and uh, publicly traded builders that are behemoths. But if you had the power of this kind of customer experience on your side, just think how strong you would be. You bet. So it's amazing. And I know you have a new book coming out. So we would be remiss if we didn't get into the new book, Chip, because I've read every one of your books. I'm I'm super excited. I know you're sending me a copy. So thank you so much. And you bet. Inside your customer's imagination. Tell us all about it. Yes, I'd be delighted, and thank you for asking. Um, it'll come out September 8th, um, and um, it's called Inside Your Customer's Imagination. The subtitle is Five Secrets to Creating Breakthrough Products, Services, and Solutions. And it's based on the following premise. 
um, today's organizations to stay competitive have to continually coming out with new and different product services and solutions. Um, if you give the customer the same old, same old, they're going to go somewhere else. They're looking for the new. The marketplace drives us to always be reinventing what we do and how we do it. Many organizations look to their research and development department or they look at best practices of organizations or they they pilot things or they have. And what they miss sometimes is their customer. Customers have great ideas, great insights, great concepts if we just learn to tap it. But I think important thing to remember is their imagination. The customer's imagination is on the inside. And it's accessed through a door opened only from the inside, meaning only the customer can give us access to that. So the book is about how do I create a a relationship, a partnership with the customer that encourages them to want to open that door and share with me five secrets. The five secrets are grounded in So if you looked at the most innovative companies in the world, the Googles, the Apples, uh, whomever, and said, okay, if you looked at those really innovative customers, what are the features that exist common among them? I think you find these five things. And I got to wonder, what if you brought those five features to a relationship with a customer? And so it's built around um, curiosity, and you find that present in Google or whomever, um, the grounding, the degree to which they stay absolutely focused on the real issue, the real concern, um, discovery, which is all about risk-taking and how to do it in a way that's not so threatening, um, truth or trust is the, is the fourth one, and finally passion, the kind of energy and enthusiasm and excitement we bring to what we do. And, and I'll give you one uh, example of one of those I think relevant for particularly the home building world, and that is what I call trust. Trust, if you remember, there's a, there's a word in the middle of that word trust, and it's the word us. It's that how we build a trusting relationship. And one of the things I talk about in the book is transparency, the degree to which we're totally honest. Honest, honest. The whole truth, nothing but the truth, kind of honest. And not customers sometimes, particularly with a home, you know, they wonder, what are they hiding when they're not telling me? What, what, what stuff going on that I can't see? You know, are they taking shortcuts that I can't see? And that there's a certain anxiety around the fact that I'm spending a, this lot, a huge amount of money, and, and what do I not see? And so the relationship being trustful uh, gives me courage, gives me uh, a sense of security and certainty, uh, to use your word, um, w- with all of that. And, and again, part of it is truth. My favorite example about truth is, you know, the airline industry uh, and, and how they call on-time arrival. And I was on a flight, and the, the pilot said, another on-time flight for whatever airlines it was. And I looked at my smartphone, and, and we were 14 minutes late. I mean, you know, and I, I told my client, we're going to land at a certain hour. We were 14 minutes late. So when I got ready to leave, the plane, I asked the pilot, I said, you were actually 14 minutes late. He, oh, he said, well, the FAA gives us a grace period because we can't control what's going on out there in the tarmac. And I'm thinking, well, that's not transparent. Why won't you, Why wouldn't you tell us something like that uh, when, when you land and not say your own time? I mean, can you imagine that great song from My Fair Lady, get me to the church within 15 minutes of the wedding? I don't think so. Bottom line, it's about a recognition that the degree to which we, and I think this is so true of the home building uh, industry, and that is how do we include 
our customers? How do we involve customers? And I use lots of examples that often surprise people to in the ways that they never knew customers were involved. And a good example is Starbucks. You know, when we go in a Starbucks, we think a lot of the things that they have there all were created at corporate, so to speak. Like Wi-Fi, we like Wi-Fi, but the customers came up with that. No, corporate didn't. Or cake pops or those splash sticks that keep your your, uh, coffee from spilling out that little hole you drink from. Or uh, pumpkin spice. I can keep going. But those all came from customers. That was an invention by the customers. So it's creating a relationship where the customer is a co-creator. They're not being the recipient of your effort. They actually help you make it because a lot of times they don't know what they want. And so working collaboratively, you can help discover a solution that will respond to their needs as well as their aspirations. So that in a nutshell is what the book's about. Well, it sounds terrific. You know, the words that come to mind are customer driven versus customer created, right? There's a lot of customer driven folks and a lot of customer driven companies, but to be customer created, that's a whole nother level. And, And frankly, uh, this industry is struggling right now with that. You know, right. COVID has thrusted all of us into a new world. Uh, I think the word of the year will be disruption, without a doubt, for 2020. And um, and so we're all rethinking, and in particular, home builders are rethinking how are they going to do business, how are they interacting with customers. So this book, I think, is is great timing because it's going to help us really understand what it means to be a customer created organization. Right. Right. Absolutely. So the book is right now in uh, pre-sell. So, right. Or you, can you get it or it will be yeah. released fully? Well, actually, you can pre-order it on your favorite bookseller. If you go on Porchlight or Amazon or Barnes and Noble, any of the books, you'll find that books there. Um, but again, it will be actually released. If you ordered a book today, it, once it's released uh, September 8th is when it would actually ship. Got it. Um, I encourage everybody to go pre-order it because um, that'll be, be, be a great thing. Well, you were ahead of the market to come up with this kind of concept, Chip. I truly commend you because I think that um, this is a different book than you've written in the past. You know, you've written about customer service skills and really focused on what the company needed to do and what its employees needed to do. This is a this is a different book that talks really about, you know, we're we're not the geniuses in the room. It's actually the customer that's got all the great ideas. Right. Exactly. And I think it it is. I try to write a little ahead of the marketplace, meaning. It's not about where the marketplace is, but it's where is it going. Mm-hmm. And having studied a, a lot about the customer service world, where they're going is innovative service. Where they're going is new and different and how they make that journey a lot easier. Um, and, and again, the inclusion of the customer to me is a central part of that uh, and not just rely on our own capacity. Um, so, and, and here's the other wonderful byproduct. If the customer helps you make it, uh, then guess what their loyalty looks like. And I, I get one time for one more story. Sure. Um, I go to the liquor store occasionally, not often, but occasionally. <laughs> and uh, Oconee Cellar meets my needs because they got plenty of Jack Daniels. But um, the owner, Matt, of the store decided to have his own brand of bourbon. I'm a, you know, I'm a whiskey drinker, not a bourbon drinker, but I do like good bourbon. Um, it, but at any rate, so he wanted his own signature brand of bourbon. And so he contacted a brewery in Kentucky and they sent him five flavors um, in clear bottles numbered one through five um, for him to have his own. This was something he was going to have his label on it, sold only in his store, only available from his store. 
So what did he do? He invited his customers to come in and taste test the five different flavors and to tell him which one they wanted. And he got his first big shipment. They picked out which one they liked the best. He got his first shipment and sold out completely in three days. And why did he sell out? I mean, they thought they made it. It's mine. I helped make that. So people who didn't even drink bourbon were buying them up, buying up lots of bottles. They would buy them for gifts to people. Hey, I helped make this. My fingerprints are on this creation. He is currently on his fifth different bourbon fifth brand of bourbon all done the same way each one just sells out quickly because people feel they had skin in the game people care when they share and i think the degree to which we involve our customers in that intimate kind of way in the home building world will make a huge difference in terms of their allegiance to our organization because i help make it that's amazing and i just think about the builder who can tap that yeah. You know, you think about what's more more important or personal thing to buy than a home. And you're going right. to live with it, you know, uh, for for you know an eighth of, or sorry, for one quarter of your life. You're going to spend in this in this product basically, and to think that the customer is you know uh, not involved or at least doesn't have that sense of of uh, buy-in uh, is, is frankly frightening. Um, so this is a great book and I look forward to getting into it and reading it. I haven't read it yet. I know I've seen excerpts of it, but, uh, but I haven't gone end to end on it, but I will soon. Chip, I want to thank you so much for joining us here today. This has been amazing. I'm excited to see you do more work with our home building clients. And so we'll be teeing you up. I know you'll do remote keynotes via webinar. Um, and that's been huge. Uh, also one-on-one, uh, as well to, to help. Uh, and, uh, and then also we can, you can provide consulting services through your partners, uh, of which I know that, uh, you and I are working together so we can, can help right. serve some home builders to, to, to achieve these goals and to bring this new philosophy into their organization. Uh, but thank you so much for taking the time today. It's really been a pleasure. My pleasure. I had a great time. Thank you, sir. You've been listening to Focus CX with Paul Curtis, where innovative thinking puts the customer first. If you have a question or a comment about this podcast or a customer experience topic in general, Paul would love to hear from you. Email paul at curtisgroup.com. Also, check out Paul's blog at curtisgroup.com, where you'll find the latest insights regarding what companies are doing or not doing to keep up with an ever-changing consumer. Focus CX with Paul Cardis podcast is written and hosted by Paul Cardis and is a production of the Cardis Group, copyright 2020. Thank you for listening.